0: Welcome to Glass Talk, Canada's podcast for the architectural glass industry. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Today we spoke with Trevor White, co-owner of Griffin Glass in Calgary, Alberta. Trevor is the president of the Provincial Glaciers Association of Alberta. And we had a conversation about uh, the association his activities, uh, some of his background, and uh, what Griffin Glass does. Uh, but mostly we talked about uh, how things are going in Alberta and uh, what the conditions are out there and some of the um, market factors and also the state of training uh, and labor and uh, where, the, where the next generation of glaziers is going to come from. Uh, both in Alberta and really everywhere. Uh, Trevor had a lot of good ideas on the topic, and uh, I think you'll find uh, our conversation very interesting. So thanks to Trevor White from Griffin Glass, and now here's Glass Talk. All right, we're here with uh, Trevor White from Griffin Glass and uh, also president of the Provincial Glaciers Association of Alberta. How are you doing today, Trevor? Good, good. Yeah, great to have you with us. It's uh, always uh, always nice to touch base with uh, some of our uh, some of our association leaders. Um, what's uh, why don't you uh, start out? I guess just by giving us a little bit about your yourself and, and Griffin Glass and uh, and uh, your role right now with uh, with them in the PGA.
1: Yeah, like you said, my name is uh, Trevor White. I'm a partner at Griffin Glass. Uh, I've been a partner since 2009. Um, became PGA president um, back in 2019, and yeah, started in the trade in the mid 90s, and here I am.
0: Yeah, yeah. Lots of lots 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 of change since then, I bet. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Things are, well, we'll get we'll get into that in a minute. Um, when did when did you get involved with it? You you became president of the PGAA in uh, in 2019, Trevor. When, when did you first get involved with the association there? Well,
1: yeah, I got involved with the PGAA through the the local glass association in Calgary, Gamma um, Glass and Architectural Metals Association. Um, yeah, I let my name stand uh, for Gamma VP, uh, in which I was appointed in at their AGM and back in two, uh, 2015. Uh, where I completed a three-year term VP, president, then past president. Um, I would attend PGA meetings on a regular basis as Gamma's, essentially uh, spokesperson, uh, submitting reports and, and et cetera. But uh, yeah, I'd let my name stand at the AGM back in 2019 of the PGAA and um, thought I could uh, contribute to that association as well
0: and what what kind of what kind of was your impetus for for getting involved with association activities because you know some people do and some people don 't
1: yeah I, I went to um, uh, I went to a lot of gamma meetings at the local calgary association and um, i just i overall I was kind of frustrated on where the where the trade was going. Um, I just had a lot of opinions myself, and the the way I can get those opinions out, I figured that um yeah get on one of these associations get on one of the boards and and start making a difference
0: i I like it that's that's the that's one of the one of the real good reasons to get to get involved isn't it you know when when you know a lot of people like to sit around and complain but fact of the matter is if you don't get in there and try to make differences you can't really complain can you
1: exactly exactly
0: yeah well, that's 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 how it is, and you know, Alberta has a little bit of a a little bit of a different setup, at least at least to other uh, provinces. You, you've you've got gamma, you've got it's a GTA up in Edmonton, and then yep. GTA that kind of covers the whole province. Can you can you explain how that breaks down a little bit?
1: Yeah, so it's um uh the PGA is kind of a liaison between the um uh the two local associations north and south and um just kind of a spokesperson towards the Alberta government. Um they have they have their their local association meetings and um yeah, they use us as almost like a parent uh, association with concerns from uh from both local regions up to the Alberta government and, uh, yeah, Canadian government.
0: Okay, and that and so having uh, having Gamma in the south and GTA in the north, that's just kind of a legacy arrangement that's been been there for a long time, and uh, or are there or are there big differences between the two markets that the two associations have to have to meet
1: yeah it it depends on um you know, on economy timing like the years uh right now after our director's meeting of last week um I kind of hold a uh, a little conversation about what both associations uh see in their economy their local economy and right now it's it's pretty much the exact same we're going through the the same hardships and the and um, yeah it it's looking like the same economy right now, but let's say two three years ago it could be different right there'd right. be a lot more in a bit up up north where Calgary is a little more stagnant and yeah it kind of goes
0: back and forth and you actually are in Calgary is that right correct yeah okay okay and that's where Griffin is in Calgary okay yeah so since now that you're PGAA president when Calgary plays Edmonton you can't wear any jersey you have to you have to be neutral, right?
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear a Canuck jersey.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, okay.
1: Everybody hates the Canucks, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. They could all hate they can all focus on a similar enemy. Good, perfect.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> so why do, why don't you tell me a bit about what the association's up to these days, Trevor? What uh what, what kind of initiatives are you guys working on?
1: Well, yeah, Postmaster Glazer program. Um we're working on a few things. Uh we're looking we we just developed a a, a mantra and um a couple other ideas came out to the at the director's meeting last week uh we're looking to put together an alberta glass some, some some sort of alberta glass trade show in red deer uh just to talk about the state of the trade ways ways to improve the trade just about getting everyone together to chat essentially and 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 just throw ideas uh up in the air and talk about how we can approve this trade mm-hmm. um we figured we'd try and work it around the annual pga golf tournament that way yeah we can get everybody together for the golf tournament and then maybe have a day or two with uh, some sort of trade shows uh, round table conversations um suppliers specification writers just yeah anybody that actually wants to join and, and contribute to something like this to, mm-hmm. to to move forward and i think it would be beneficial to everybody in the trade
0: well, I, 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 think it's a, I think it's a great idea as, as, as you know, as you know, uh, uh, we worked with the OGMA uh, to get uh, top glass going uh, out here. And I think, uh, I think everybody's found it to be a, a, a real benefit um, just to, you know, to have something right. I mean, I mean, just some opportunity for everyone to get together. And I mean, the golf tournament is that, but not everyone golfs. Um, right. And, you know, it's so, so it's, it just, it's just seems to be helpful to have a, a a sort of a a focal event I think for for organizations Um, yeah and it
1: seems like it seems like to me too that a lot of people I know everybody's busy out there too and that um, I I feel I feel it's really important to get people face to face and get them talking instead of um, a lot of these meetings are held by yeah uh, go-to meetings and 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 such and yeah we get we get we get everybody's busy but I think we need to we need to make some time to get together face to face and and chat and and yeah.
0: There's really no there's really no substitute for the for the face to face, is there? There's um, so much more communication that gets done. You stay longer in a conversation. Um, you know, more back and forth. You can you can you really sort of remember it all later. I, I don't know. There's just there's no substitute for that. I think in a, in a lot of ways
1: yeah and and being being part of these organizations now that um i've seen I've seen how these meetings go like you 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 talk to somebody and and you know in the background they're either off their phone or or checking out emails responding to the emails and not even actually listening to the conversation so if you're face to face, you get your point across, they get their point across and yeah. and it's just more constructive that way.
0: Yeah. Everybody, everybody seems to focus. So that's yeah, that. Well, that sounds like a, that sounds like a great direction uh, uh, for you guys to be going in and I can, uh, I can assure you, you've got a lot of work ahead of you. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> our, uh, these events are, are are all consuming or they, they certainly can be. Um, yeah. And, and, and you really need a You really need a driver. Um, the, um, now we, you t- you touched on the Master Glazer program and, 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 and training. Um, I don't you know why don't you recap for us a little bit about uh, about what happened there with that and and and, and where things are, are going now.
1: Okay. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't too involved with the Master Glazer program. Um, Griffin Glass actually actually had one of our estimators, project managers, um, as one of the uh, subject matter experts uh, for some of the course development. Um, yeah, we we had a, a both prior prior to Master Glazer program getting started up, uh, there was there was a lot of support from the industry, like what what they said that they would support that they would, they would, um, they would register their, their employees and such and, and full support. Um, and then once that came off the ground, we started developing the courses and I think we, I, I believe we got three completed and we're into the fourth and it just, um, yeah, the support from the industry just huh. seemed to have died.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so, you know, it was a great program. Uh, it, 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 it looked great. I mean, you guys put, I know a tremendous amount of effort, uh, into it. Uh, That's, I mean, I talk about making a a show, you know, making a, a training course is, is 10 times that. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, it was just, uh, it was a little bit, a little bit sad to see that, uh, that, that people weren't able to to step up for that I don't did, did did you get feedback as to why that was or
1: I, I got a little bit of feedback um, It's yeah it, it it was a 180 feedback change from from prior to the the um, the program starting up mm-hmm. um, yeah it, it just it died i don't understand why it died but I, I really want to thank all the subject matter experts that gave their valuable time to, to yeah. develop the courses that were developed and and it's very unfortunate that the industry can maintain the program due to lack of support with registrations
0: but now there's something similar going on at at nate right
1: yeah nate um so yeah the glazing the the glazing training has always been important in Alberta. Um Sate just recently closed up shop in Edmonton, but Nate came to the rescue to adopt the program up there and um yeah, talking to the GTA members. Nate Nate uh Nate's going strong with, with enrollments now and GTA will actually be sending out a letter to over about two hundred fifty glass shops north of Alberta, uh or north of Red Deer. Right. Um into northern northern East, or northern BC and Saskatchewan to uh, to, to promote further enrollment at Nate and yeah from both both Calgary and Edmonton Edmonton classes are going strong.
0: Yeah, oh, that's terrific. And and are they offering something similar to the Master Glazer program, or is it something they already had, or where where does that program come from?
1: No, no, they're only offering the uh what actually SATE was previously offering the the four year apprenticeship program up there.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yep. And the Master Glacier program is a something for experienced uh, uh, people, is that, or, or journeyman already? Well, yeah, it's, it's,
1: yeah, it's further development, um, after your apprenticeship program, after your four years, uh, once you get the, um, yeah, your journeyman ticket, it's just further development into more specialized, uh, areas such as structural glass, um, hardware application. Um, yeah, it just, yeah, it was just further development and more centralized development on certain aspects of the, of the trade.
0: Okay, so 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 Nate is basically continuing with the with the apprenticeship side of it. And if people want to get get their apprenticeship training, they need to go to Edmonton now if they're not already there.
1: Yep, yep, yeah. Both Calgary and Edmonton offer the same program.
0: I wanna I wanna circle back to something you said earlier about getting involved with the association. What, what 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 was the frustration that you were seeing? What was what was what was sparking you to uh, to, to to have some some opinions on some things you wanted to see changing.
1: Um, there is, yeah, I've, I've had a little bit of frustration on a few things. I just wanted to get my opinion out, um, uh, such as like even, even the handouts for what, um, uh, what state was handing out to their students. Like it was over, it was outdated. We're talking about stuff that was type, uh, typewritten back in, you know, the 1970s still being handed out in the two thousands. (laughs) Right. Um, that that actually just got um uh, that just got updated by uh sorry it just got updated by the Calgary instructors here um so that's up to date now uh Nate um uh, up in the north has always had theirs up to date so that's good to see um yeah just yeah i just like getting my opinion out at these meetings and yeah. and and picking brains of, of guys that have been in my position prior to the meeting like I, I'm still young like I want I want to know what they see and and just just get a whole feeling of the industry and
0: well I think and I think that's just a huge a huge pain point and a source of frustration for for, for everybody is 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 you know finding well first of all having young people interested you know bringing them into some degree of, of, of training, and, and, you know, having them get through that successfully and, and, and get tickets or, or certifications, whatever, uh, however you want to approach it and, and then retaining them in, in your business. It's just, it just seems to be such a dominating feature of everybody's lives in this, in this, in this business. Um, what, right. what, what do you, what do you, what, what do you think is the answer? How, how could, how could things be improved Trevor in, 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 the, in those areas?
1: uh with with bringing young people into the trade
0: sure bringing them in that- getting them trained like where where where's the where where's the where's the thing that's causing people the most the most issues well, I,
1: I, I think it's just the the way the the world is right now, um, with with hard labor, and it it is tough to get construction people. Like I, uh, I've been reading reports on this and that the the construction field is going to have many problems recruiting younger people, because there is so many other things to do and what they want to do, like uh, computer training, just any other field other than our our labor field um i think it's very important to to bring the young people into the trade local local and provincial association members continue to volunteer at, at these at, at events such as skills canada cca expos and high school fairs yeah. uh events where we as an industry set up like information booths and interactive booths introducing students to our particular trade i really feel that's important. And, um, like getting getting our association members to volunteer at this at these such events is is crucial to like maintaining our industry and and moving forward. We need these young people
0: yeah i i i I agree with you i mean part of the like it's the, the communication gap is seems to me to be one of the one of the really big things because you know if if i think if a lot of these young uh well and and i 'll say young guys especially but certainly some um had a a better understanding of of you know hey do you do you really love sitting in class like is that really your you know is that really your thing because because if it 's not you know university might not be the best idea and You have an opportunity to have really a great career and a a challenging mentally, intellectually challenging career, you know, in these trades um, and and to make probably way more money.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And, and, and they have to understand too, that um, coming into a trade and, and um, uh, a company like ours uh, adopting you and putting you through the apprenticeship program does not cost you anything. Yeah. and you get out of there you don't have any student loans after that and the it's yeah there's no ceiling in this industry you can make it all the way up to I myself as a case like I started I started at 14 back in uh uh mid 90s and yeah I, I worked myself all the way up here
0: yeah yeah that's right i mean i mean th- this is the this is the career path that could be on and i uh, you know i i just think too many well i, I you know i, I remember uh, uh, grade eight, we're, 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 uh, our, our, our teacher has a, uh, a little, uh, uh, discussion one day about, about picking your high school courses and the message is delivered directly. I remember the day, uh, that, you know, you don't want to take the general level courses because you're going to end up in a factory with smoke blowing around you and, and, and your life is going to suck, you know, and, right. and, and that, that, you know, that I mean, you know, they're working off statistics that people with university degrees, on average, make more money or something like that. But I don't even think that's even true anymore necessarily, because so many people have university. Like it just, it, it just seems like there's been a real disservice done by the education system, and of course, a lot of schools don't even have shop class anymore.
1: No, but, yeah, I totally agree with that for sure.
0: For sure, you know, like there's there's just a, there's just a lack of uh, a lack of communication there. So, yeah, uh,
1: that's why we, as an association, we got to get into, we got to talk to these students, you know, we got to talk to them at the high school level yeah. and these high school career fairs. We need, we need definitely volunteers for these and, and promote the industry. Just tell the kids, like, this is great. We have interactive booths where they can, you know, they can try out drills and, and cut glass. and it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty neat to see this come to and fruition.
0: Lots, and there's lots and lots of guys who are better off doing that who, who are, who are much more inclined to that kind of work, um, than, than, than other things. I, you know, my, my brother is one of them. He's a smart guy, hated, but hated school, you know, makes, makes way more money than me now. But, but, you know, in, in school had this, te- these, these, these terrible struggles. And I always say to him, they should have just put you out in a forest and told you to build a dam, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like you would have learned more you know, doing that. <laughs> And <laughs> you know, all than than sitting at a desk, right? Because because uh, he couldn't sit still. He's a high energy guy. You know? Yeah,
1: I agree with you. The education program they they gotta they gotta cater to each kid individually. And yeah, um, yeah they, not all of them want to do what they're being told to do, or what they're they're being told that they're they're going to make great money at. And and again, I'm not saying that they're lies, but I'm, I'm saying what they're being told may be intera- in, inaccurate.
0: Yeah. It isn't, it isn't the only path, right? I mean, I mean, there is another, you know, there is a, there is a lot of opportunity there, you know, yes. and it, you got me onto one of my hobby horses. And so I went, you know, I, um, <laughs> but I, all, we need is, all we need is Jim Brady on here and then we could really get going with it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think that one too. <laughs> okay so let's uh well let's move on uh, tell me uh, tell me a bit about what's going on in uh, in the Alberta glass industry right now trevor what are your what are your members saying how are how are things
1: well there's a, yeah there's a lot of mixed reviews um, I've had brief chats with suppliers that come through with other glazing contractors I've got a lot of friends in the industry up north and and down here in calgary and there's just there's just mixed reviews um I was saying that uh, Griffin, Griffin personally here is, yeah, we're good for a couple of years, and we see there's quite a bit to quote on, and and we're securing. I think we've hit a hit a niche, and we're good for a couple of years. But chatting with, again, with other suppliers, a lot of a lot of people are slow, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, there there's mixed reviews on what the near future holds in regards to economy forecast. Uh, right. Definitely a struggle out there to land to land work at a margin you, you're comfortable with. Yeah. Um, environmental scans are tabled at each PGA directors meeting and it seems that yeah the same view is held by both north and south associations here
0: yeah they're, they're, everybody's seeing kind of a kind of a mixed bag that so so you guys are you guys feel like what, what would you say your niche is that you're in that's working well
1: yeah we're just we're just uh anywhere from yeah kind of five stories and under and and we've okay. we've we've nailed down a pretty good margin and and yeah we study the forecast and we study and try and get as much information out out from what margins are and yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely price driven now um i remember the days when i first became owner that uh relationships and, and past projects actually came into effect uh based on the decision making of the general contractor but now it's it's a sad it's a sad time uh but yeah money money talks so
0: yeah yeah, it's that uh, it's that race to the race to the bottom effect that uh, you know everybody would like to avoid, but nobody quite knows how. Uh, right. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the I don't know what the answer is on that. Although that, that you know, some people I, I think in different parts of the country, some people actually feel like it's a seller's market, um, where the, where where they're actually unable to get as much uh, as much out of the blazing contractors as as they would like. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's interesting that you guys are having a, well, I guess depending where you are, a different experience that, that, um, that low rise under five, uh, five stories, uh, business that that's, that's probably, um, that's probably sort of a hot, a hot point in the market. Right. I mean, I mean, that, that, that seems to me to be maybe a little less boom and bust than the, than the high rises. And, and, uh, you know, there's like, when you think about, you know, people building, uh, retirement homes and multi-unit residential and you know like there's there's we just there, there seems to be a lot more there right eh?
1: right right yeah and too you got the companies um in both north and south calgary that that can do uh the towers right uh we like to stick where we're kind of comfortable yeah five and under and and there there are smaller companies that do just yeah the storefronts so yeah we have our our niche like any other company too
0: right mm-hmm. yeah you guys are you guys are medium sized, medium. Yes, medium. Yep. rock. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So yeah, so you're saying there, there there's not really a lot of agreement looking forward for Alberta. You um, um, people are some people are pessimistic, some people are optimistic.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and and with the with the capital investment budget that was released back in 2019, um yeah, it's a 12% reduction in in capital investment, which means that um yeah, infrastructure is is not going to be a main main uh uh for the Alberta government is not going to be a main concern for them investing. We uh, we have to maintain that, but yeah, for the next 4 years it's looking it's looking a little bit sombering.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Is that, is that hangover from the, from the oil prices being down a bit or uh, do we? Yeah,
1: I believe so with, yeah, with the new, with the new government budget, it's just uh, another, another four years of lack of infrastructure funding, uh, which, yeah, which doesn't bode well for our construction industry, which is one of Alberta's largest employers. Directly accounting for approximately about 240,000 jobs or one in 10 working Albertans, which is, which is huge.
0: Wow. Yeah. So get out there and, uh, you know, let's, let's build some, uh, I don't know, train stations and new, new roads and hospitals and stuff like that. eh?
1: With lots of glass in it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well yeah. I guess a road doesn't help you. I guess a road doesn't help you very much, but uh Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> train station usually needs at least some glass. Yep,
1: yep, for uh, sure. For sure.
0: We get that. I know I know Metrolinx here in uh, here in Ontario was a was a, a pretty big bonanza for a lot of people. Um, oh nice. Yeah. The, the other thing the other thing that's nice is um, uh, universities. Wow if uh, those guys go yeah crazy. they
1: got the money to spend right oh, <laughs> they, go,
0: they go berserk when they want to build yeah. <laughs> anyway,
1: unlimited um, budgets. yeah all
0: glass <laughs> it's a beautiful thing yep <laughs> um cool so um if if uh you know if you're talking to your members and i, I guess thinking about your own business and 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 everybody else's business um you know what 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 do you think the what do you think the approach should be uh, uh, for you guys? What's the is it is it is it is it go hard and try to snap up market share? Is it uh, you know batten down the hatches and uh, and and be careful? Is it is it invest a lot in technology? What what sort of the the idea going forward? You think uh, for for the business.
1: Yeah, I, I think just um, uh, I think just keep plugging away at what we're doing. Uh, the another frustration of mine has been, uh, and I don't know, and nobody actually does know how to how to rectify this. But uh, just re- just reputable companies, um, we're getting we're getting you know sewered by lower companies that are. I don't know if you have the same problem out in Ontario, but we're getting sewered by guys that kind of fly by night companies that are installing improper. You know improper ways not not allowing for let's say environmental loads like wind loads and stuff and just you know it, it's kind of scary and they're they're sewering the market for for guys like us and guys like there's 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 a big frustration out there with this mm. and i've noticed that at the the local association meetings that are brought up and and i i try and procure um solutions to this and and nobody really has a solution to it so um, that's that's one of the biggest issues, and um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move forward and try and try and figure this out. I'm gonna bring it, hence why the the red deer the red deer glazing uh, event that we're trying to host. Right. Uh, yeah, just just bring people together and try and figure out how to fix this situation.
0: I'm 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 putting you on the spot here, but have 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 you have you looked at or had any awareness of this North American Contractor Certification Program?
1: No, I haven't no'll
0: okay. we'll talk we'll, we'll talk some more about that offline uh, because okay. uh, that's actually the solution to the problem you just uh, described. Cool. Okay, so let's um, well you know let, let, let's wrap it up a little bit Trevor. Uh, uh, give me your give me your pitch as, as president of the PGAA for for any of those people that, that don't that don't come out um, um, why should they be looking at getting involved with the PGAA right now? Well, yeah,
1: I just believe local and provincial associations could always use more involvement from their members, whether that be in a, an association board, volunteering at that board, or volunteering at a trade show or a high school display event, mm-hmm. or, ju- or just simply bringing up ideas at their local like association dinner meetings. We need we need continual advancement of this trade to ensure that it's it's going to maintain its relevancy, um, and we got to give back to the trade that has provided us well, so much. Um, I, I attribute my entire life right now to this trade. Um, and it goes back generations from my father and, and my grandfather starting, starting their own company in this trade. And yeah, we just, we need, we need support. We need support to maintain its relevancy and everybody has their own opinions. Just voice them. There's, you know, we, we need ideas. We need, we need to make, we need to make improvements.
0: Yeah. I I think it's uh you know I, a lot of people I think fall into the idea that you know all, all of this stuff just sort of bumps along by itself whether they're, they're they're involved or not but the the fact of the matter is if you if you want some sort of structure around your industry and and and, and you want there to be resources and help and and and, and forums for for, for talking about things and, and forums for approaching government and getting the changes you want there. Um, you know, that that's, y- y- you do have to give back a little bit, right? You do, you do have to, you know, dedicate just a, just a little bit of your time to, uh, to supporting the the industry that supports you. Right.
1: Yeah, and I, I get it. People are people are busy, but we gotta give back to what's been given to us. Um i I myself I have two two small children and I, I'm I'm a busy man and and I find time to make make a commitment to to the glazing trade and and give my opinions and do what I can to help. Yeah.
0: Well we thank you for it, Trevor, and uh I'll say uh I'll say thanks and uh thanks for uh joining me today.
1: No, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to Glass Talk. You can find this episode at glasscanadamag.com or on the major podcasting services. Glass Talk is a presentation of Glass Canada Magazine and Annex Business Media.